Hey gang! Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts is funded by Patreon. Join for early access to special bonus episodes and exclusive material, including the upcoming Scooby-Doo Book Club. Joining is the best way that you can be a part of shaping the material we produce, and we are super thankful to everyone who contributes. Thank you to David Green, Kyle Michaud, Katie Maxwell, Jordan Ferguson, Pablo Corden, Matthew Bang, Blake Sawyer, Ashley Martinez, Dan Reed, Gabriel Pesek, Toj, Jade Core, Wynn Richport, Samuel Chesser, Bradford N. Smith, Page on Gaming, and Alicia Harper for funding this episode. Welcome to Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts. The original podcast that painstakingly goes through all Scooby-Doo media in search of those to Scooby-Doo absolutely or Scooby-Don't under any circumstance. I'm your host, Billy. And I'm your host, Amelia. And we're playing My Friend Scooby-Doo. This is Android and Apple operating systems. I want this episode to be over with in no more than 20 minutes. Let's go! I accept that challenge. Specifically because of the fact that it is a mobile game. And this is like a weird nebulous space. This is something where we could have easily said it didn't count. But you know what? We've had to watch a lot of movies lately. We've had to do a lot of nearly two-hour episodes. I think it's fair that we exhale a bit and do a mobile game. And this is definitely the definition of light entertainment. What do you think of this thing at first glance? It's immediately better than the Looney Tunes game. Yep. Because it, it doesn't look like shit. And I'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to the Looney Tunes episode, my my analysis for the graphics was, this looks like shit. You didn't love it. And that's what I do find a little odd. It's that even though it's a mobile game, it seems like the production value is is up, is higher. Gameplay value certainly game is up. Absolutely. Oh, I was going to disagree. I would say the gameplay value is better here. No, I'd say it's about equal. Whereas... That's contentious. Whereas that stupid Looney Tunes crossover game had you only walking in a straight line picking up coins, this game now has you walking left and right over the same screen, tapping on things, mm-hmm. and going into repetitive minigames. How is that better? The repetitive minigames offer a mild diversion. Whereas the the 3DS was, it was one note. Whereas this is like maybe three notes, but you know what's also three notes? Three blind mice. And that's a fun little ditty. The whole game is a diversion. That's the point of a game. (laughs) If you need to break up your game with better games, you've not made a game in the first place. Can I just tell you, my at first glance is a little different. My at first glance is that I went to the Google Play store to install this game and couldn't. This game, launched in 2015, discontinued in 2018, apparently. 
Probably for the best. Yeah, so we, we had to watch a gameplay walkthrough for this. And can I just say, not the kind of game that's more fun to watch than it is to play. I, I think if we had a chance to play this game, we would have had more fun. But I'm kind of glad we could fast forward. <laughs> anyway, that's at first glance. Here's the premise. Scooby and Shaggy are in the right places at the wrong times. They are given the unlikely tasks of solving the clues themselves to unravel the mysteries surrounding the would-be ghosts. So, gameplay of this mobile game. You're revisiting classic villains. You're revisiting classic episodes. With only, like, a mild remix. To, well, not a remix, as it is just a skimming off the film of the tomato soup of those episodes. If that makes sense at all as a metaphor. That obviously does you're, not. You're taking hardly anything from the episodes, but just that bit. Just I guess just the villains. I guess pretty much just the villains, as you've rightly said. And all the clues that lead to those villains. True. Not in any context, though. You don't really find the clues as you're like, all right, here's your first clue. And then they hand you like a journal entry that's like, you found some footprints. What's that about? Yes. It's very hard to organically solve a mystery when you meet literally no people until they are unmasked. Mm -hmm. This is a very similar problem we had with the Looney Tunes game where it was just like, wait, who's that person? Were they ever mentioned before? Hardly not. So, this game, it is one location has two mysteries in mm -hmm. it, and there are two locations, so do the math in your head, that's four bits of gameplay you get. You have a screen that you can move slightly to the left and slightly to the right. Scooby always stays in the center, though. Yeah, they are you, not large worlds. You're sent to tap on specific things to go into minigames. And, uh, that's it. That's pretty much it. Uh, the four quote-unquote episodes of this game are A Clue for Scooby-Doo, Go Away Ghost Ship, Mind Your Own Business, and Spooky Space Kook. Numbers one and three are pretty accurately represented. Numbers two and four, I would say, take a little bit of liberty so that they can take place in the same world as the others. Now, I would say one and two more closely resemble than three and four, as they are both beach water-based mysteries, but Space Kook didn't take place in the desert. It's really number four. It's spooky Space Kook that seems the most not at home. What are the sort of mini-game diversions that we have in this? Games where you tap the screen, because that's all a mobile game has to offer you if it's not something like a crossword. Yeah, so you do have a sort of tap-on-the-enemies type game as they come to attack Scooby-Doo. There's the hidden object game that I thought went out of style with Facebook grandmothers. I actually really like a well-made hidden object game. But I would say this is more of an object out-in-the-open game. 
if anything. And it's just finding it. It's really, it's just an easier version of the Tap the Phantoms game. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine Duck Hunt, but the ducks just, like, stood there. Yeah, and then the game told you, now find this duck. Exactly. Find the duck that's purple. And then you look at the purple duck and you say, that's the purple duck, and you point at the purple duck. You jump over barrels a couple of times. There's horseshoes, a card shuffling game, but with cactuses. You know, the one where they shuffle it and then you have to find the ace. Yeah, like guess which ball and cup. Yeah. Although when I say ball and cup, I automatically think of the one where the ball's on the string and you're trying to scoop it. That's Um, not in here. You can also fill a trough of water with water. (laughs) But there are holes, so you gotta fill those with corks. Yeah. So that's like a, whoa, there's two things at once right now. Yeah, for sure. First you gotta tap the water pump, and then you gotta tap the holes. It's really involved gameplay. I think it's it's more technically complicated than like a Final Fantasy game, really, (laughs) if you're asking me. (laughs) I mean, Amelia, when was the last time that you played a game of digital horseshoes? This might be a first that horseshoes has been represented in the digital space. I've never played a physical game of horseshoes because I had cable and (laughs) video game systems when I was a child. Well, I've played a lot of horseshoes in my day. (laughs) I wasn't raised in a cornfield by boomers, so I had no reason to play horseshoes. We had a horseshoe in our backyard. Of course you did. Just get the get the kids out there. Give give your children some hard iron loops and let them huck them at each other. No, my mom looked at me and said, "Let's get a PlayStation controller in her hand right away." The horseshoe horseshoe pit. I don't know why I said court. Our horseshoe pit later got converted to a fire pit. Isn't it supposed to be very long and rectangular? Do you have a very long, rectangular fire pit? You have two horseshoe pits, and then the rest, in the middle, that's just yard. That's just normal yard. So the one horseshoe pit became a fire pit, and the other one I think we just let go to seed. This is an important look into my life. This this game, like most mobile games, is just 90% pop-up conversations. Yes. About game mechanics that you rapidly tap the screen to get through faster. Was it a paid game? Because the walkthrough didn't have any ads. I don't think so. It looks very free. If it it was entirely free, that is actually a huge point in its favor for me. I didn't see anywhere where sort of pay-to-play ads would pop up. There was no sort of time mechanic system. No, no. Like, unless they edited that walkthrough video very well, which they might have. I mean, why release a free game that doesn't put in advertisements every level after. I mean, even Disney, the richest company mm-hmm. on Earth, all their, like, Disney battle arena, you do one battle and, like, you get a fucking ad. Well, I mean, maybe here it was just about goodwill. Maybe it was just about strengthening the Scooby-Doo brand. What are you talking about? <laughs> we live in a capitalist hellscape. I know. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Now that you mentioned that... If it is just like, here's a game, enjoy your life for one fucking moment, that is a well, huge point in its favor well, to me. they did a really bad job then of that because I would not enjoy myself playing this game. It's like completely meaningless. 
you have to do mission after mission, yeah. and the missions are just take a picture of this owl. And so here is my big problem with it. It is incredibly linear in that way. If it just gave you a list, if it gave you a list of like, here are the things that you need to accomplish in this world, and then you could do them at your leisure, discovering how to access the minigames, one thing could still unlock another, but as you would go through, you'd be completing that map at your own pace. I would find that way more invigorating than having Shaggy tell me, Oh, now go to the left, Scoob, and try on a pirate costume! Yeah, his last thing to say about gameplay is that there's costumes, and you put them on by drawing a shape that's highlighted on the screen, and then you get a small cutscene, and then the cutscene ends and you're not in the costume. That defeats the purpose of costumes. So you get a costume of him in a chef's hat frying eggs, and then that cutscene finishes... And, and you've, you've got no hat and you've got no done. eggs. What the fuck's the point? It's not a costume. It's a, it's a dress-up moment. It's your, it's your very own special dress-up moment. Strange. Uh, let's talk about the gang here. Fred, Daphne, Velma, Kiss, none of them are to be seen. I don't know, I think I saw Paul Stanley <laughs> creeping around in the background at one point. I did wonder who that was. I thought it was a mummy. <laughs> it's Paul Stanley, and he was very yeah. badly burned. Mm. That, hence the, the bandages. The hot desert sun beating down on him. And uh, I will even say, Shaggy is there in spirit. We, we get a lot of Matthew Lillard. Shaggy is here as our narrator sort of instructing Scooby-Doo on what to do. He's a constant tutorial and exposition pop-up. Is but this game taking place in his POV? Is maybe. that why we never see him? If I am Shaggy, and, and maybe this is my friend Scooby-Doo. Now, here is my theory on what's happening here, though. Okay, you got four and a half minutes to get through it. I think <laughs> that Shaggy... Fred, Velma, and Daphne are dead. I think they. I think Shaggy is a ghost speaking to Scooby Doo from the afterlife, helping <laughs> to guide him through this. And it yeah. gets me thinking: Is this in the same continuity as Scooby Doo Maze Chase, where I proposed the same thing? If you remember back I, in '83, I don't remember that again. Was only Scooby Doo. He was, ch he was being chased and chasing a lot of skulls and skeletons there. I think it's the spirits of the gang helping them out. Sure. So, yeah, I, th I think I th the whole purpose of this game is to help Shaggy move beyond this mortal realm. Because he's sort of like, hey, Scoob, finally, we can I can rest. I'm going to have a big old sandwich in heaven. I think that's what this game's trying to say. If Shaggy needs something done so that he can pass on in peace... I need a picture of that owl! <laughs> <laughs> he should really be more frantically telling Scooby what to do instead of letting his dog play around a horseshoes. Yeah. And then just being like, groovy! Like, he's so impressed that the dog is playing horseshoes. Am I just under-impressed that the dog is playing horseshoes? I think you're a little under-impressed by that. I've seen Scooby do do more impressive things than play around a horseshoes. But, I mean, also, but what I'm going to say here is that, like, 
some of the instructions, they're not necessarily for Scooby directly, but they're for you as Scooby's new friend. Shaggy's no more. You are now the new friend of Scooby-Doo. So this does have some of my favorite mechanics in a Scooby-Doo game, where you can pet the dog. You can go right up to Scooby-Doo. You can give him a pet. You can give him a little, a little belly rub if you want. You can give him a high five. You can make him burp. And you can make him stick out his tongue and blow a raspberry. You sure can. You can also make him sleep in a sleeping bag. Because apparently, Scooby-Doo is sleeping out here on the beach now. Further supporting that there's no gang, well, there's no home. the rest of the gang died. And no one wanted to adopt this weird talking dog. Because you can't say they're somewhere else because the mystery machine is here. That's how Scooby-Doo gets between Rocky Point Beach and Gold City. All their corpses are in the back like Norman Bates's mom. Mm. Scooby s- will soon don a wig. For some reason, I was more comfortable when I thought they had washed out to sea. <laughs> a couple of times in this game, you can feed Scooby a Scooby snack and... I used the word snarfles <laughs> to describe the sound effect of when you eat that snack. That's a fantastic word for it. I I totally understand what you mean by snarfling. And that's it for characters. I don't want to hear about minor mentions, Billy, because there weren't I any- have three minor mentions. I have uh, a friendly owl on the beach. I have a vulture in the desert, who is, like, sometimes a friend, sometimes antagonistic, and a return of a fan-favorite minor mention, the cactus from the desert. You remember when that cactus chased Fred and Daphne out in the desert? I think they were chasing it. And well, it either did, way, it, it was an un- It was an unexplained, sentient cactus with the power to move around and it's back here. It's back. So if this game is worth anything, it's worth the return of that cactus. Did the game designers mess up a little bit and give the cactus a face? Yes. But they made numerous mistakes with the Mind Your Own Business episode. I would say it was just the one mistake. Well, and I'm, I'm, I'm claiming two. Okay, let's hear them. Well, first of all, it's the cactus thing. As we've said, the cactus wasn't supposed to have a face. Yeah, but it also wasn't in that episode at all. What? Which episode was the cactus in? The first Three Stooges episode, when they own a theme park. Well, this is blowing holes in my theory all over the place. Mm. The second big mistake is that they said that the hotel owner, Big Ben, was the villain when it was his, like, handyman or whatever. It was Hank. 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 Did they lose the rights to Hank? Or is this some sort of alternate universe? Like, as Shaggy gets further and further away from his mortal life, is he losing his memories, the connection? Or is is it all kind of going into a fugue state for him? Yeah, that's it. Villains. Captain Cutler, Redbeard's Ghost, Minor 49er, Space Kook. I'm not going to go over their master criminal plans, their feasibility, or their terror scale, because... I have have no idea what their plans were. We've already talked about them. These are reused villains. They are doing the same things in this game that they were doing in season one of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? So it's a good opportunity 
to go back to those early episodes of Scooby-Doo's or Scooby-Don'ts and listen to what we sounded like when we had hope. When we had any desire to do this of our own volition. But I will warn you, we did not have a microphone. Those episodes do not have the pristine sound quality that you're hearing right now. I don't think any of our episodes have pristine sound quality. Our, vo- I don't our voices care are that just too different. <laughs> One day, someone is going to take the time to lovingly uh, restore all of our podcast episodes oh. and HDify our voices. Please so. don't. Gosh, that's a very bad use of your time. Please have more respect for your limited time on this earth. More respect. For your time than we have for each other's time by continuing to do this podcast for mobile games. Do you have any other thoughts or feelings on this game, Amelia? No. No, not at all. Just that it's it's better than our last video game, but that was a really short hurdle to get over. I had one note, and that's that I especially liked the music in Gold City. It had oomph. It, it felt good. What's your verdict? I th- I think this is all we need to say about this game. Well, unless you're going to find a pirated, cracked version of the Android or iOS files, you're not going to get to play this game, so yeah. I don't think a verdict really means much. Uh, I think legally we have to declare it a Scooby can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's Scooby neutral from me i'm changing (laughs) i'm changing it from scooby maybe for today to make it a scooby neutral (laughs) it's just like a shitty mobile game it's on the same footing as every other mobile game i love the idea that we are just giving these strange non-canon verdicts in this episode Uh, so i will stick with a scooby can't but i will say if you had played this back when it was available for the three years between 2015 and 2018 I think this would have been a fine game for a kid. Yeah, I it's think you don't fine give, for a kid. You don't give your kid a, a little bit of iPad time? Sure, there's no harm in this at all. It's no Night of 100 Frights. No, and it's no, like, there's actually a really good hidden object game that I see some ads for, and I might try it out sometime. Oh, great. But That's just what we need, Billy. Hyperfixation on a hidden object game. At least I'll be quiet. Look, Amelia, look at this object I have to find now. It will be that. It will be exactly that. They're making me find an upside-down clock. How silly. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening to this. Thanks for letting us sort of have a break with this one. <laughs> to be honest, it's, it's been a lot recently. Yeah. Do yeah. we still have movies left to do? Yes. We have. For years and years. I meant, oh, immediately following I meant this. until we get to be cool. Coming up next is like 20 YouTube Lego shorts yeah. that I have no idea how we're covering. So that will be interesting. I have an idea, but I feel like we're just going to need to watch them and take notes first and see where we go from there. Listeners, if you'd like to reach out to us, we can both be found on Twitter. I am at the Billy Seagwire. Amelia is at Fatal Amelia. And we can be found collectively at Scooby underscore Dues. You can also find all our old episodes streaming on our WordPress, YouTube, and Tumblr, all under Scooby Doos or Scooby Don'ts. We have a Patreon page under our podcast title. And you can find my own personal YouTube channel under Fatal Amelia, where I do spooky stuff. And yeah. yeah. Other than that, I mean, when is this episode coming out? Friday? 
Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy October 30th! This is going to be the second one in a row I end with a spooky sound. I'm not going to do that this time. Well, I don't remember you ending a spooky sound with Kiss. You started singing, and I had to cut it on Kiss, because I was like, we'll get copyright yeah, strikes. Yeah, nobody needs that. So Kiss ends very abruptly, but one of them recently you did end with a horse. I remember, that's reason. what I'm thinking of. I'm absolutely thinking of that. Um, ooh, Amelia, I'm happy to tell you, there are no more movies until Be Cool. Fuck yeah. We, I'm so sick of the movies. <laughs> we honestly only have the Scooby-Doo Lego shorts. Lego Dimensions. And then Be Cool. Yeah. Right. Let's get back into fucking television episodes. Even if I'm not looking forward to this particular series, it's going to be nice to just have 22 minutes for a long chunk of time. And on that note... That's it from Scooby-Doo-Bee-Us. To Scooby-Doo-Bee-You! Groovy! I forgot to mention it, but he, he says that a lot in the game.